You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Spartacus After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Spartacus After Show. Woo! Ow! Welcome, welcome, Spartacus fans. Yeah! Yeah. It is that time of the week that we always anticipate and are always excited for Spartacus on AfterBuzz TV. And it is Spartacus Season 2, Episode 8, and the name of this episode was called Balance. And you have myself, Spicy Madi, in the studio today bringing you all of that great Spartacus gossip and juice and information, as well as hosting the amazing Sean Overman. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, Spicy. And so we have a fun-filled episode, and what do we have in store today? Oh, well, obviously we have uh, lots of crazy stuff going on in this episode. We're going to talk about relationships, and we're going to briefly talk about new characters since there weren't too many this time around. We'll be talking about uh, favorite quotes and shout-outs. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV. And we'll be doing, uh, we'll take a short break after the shout-outs. We'll be doing uh, news and gossip. We'll talk about our Sparty workout because I got a few workout tips. You always tips. have great workout tips. Uh-huh. And then lastly, we'll wrap it up with predictions. Sounds good. So let's get started. Let's jump right into relationships. This- <clears throat> oh, go ahead, Phil. <clears throat> Phil <throat> in the booth has something he wants That's to say. Right. By the way, that wasn't me clearing my throat. That was my soundboard. <laughs> um, and uh, I apologize for the mix-up with uh, the two intros starting up. But um, I do want to say this. Like Bing, you guys are doing an amazing job. And, um, you know, as you guys are listening at home, these guys are here every Friday Except with the exception of last, which they were here on a Saturday, Saturday morning, which is even more impressive, to Working be honest hard. with you. Yes. That's right. And so uh, as you guys are listening at home, as you guys are uh, downloading or subscribing on iTunes, you know, please rate and comment these guys. Uh, again, uh, that's all we ask for in return for what these guys deliver to you. And they deliver a lot. I mean, damn, Sean, you just kept going on and on about all the things you guys will be talking about. That's only this episode. Yeah. yeah. Only this episode. That's right. So, yeah. Do your part, fellas, and at home. Thank Greatest. you, Phil. And we've actually gotten, you know, really, really a briefly to kind of go off what Phil said. We get, you know, we have some fans that tweet at us and they say, I wish you guys had a three-hour show. <laughs> I love that tweet. Thank you. <laughs> Those are the, our lawyer followers. <laughs> mm-hmm. We appreciate that. But, yeah, definitely rate us, like he said. Uh, make sure that you go on to iTunes when you download and leave some comments. Let us know if there's any room for improvement or if there's anything that you loved, what else you would like us to cover, any topics. And uh, just make sure that you give us some insightful and interesting input so that we can improve on the Spartacus After Buzz show. 
That's right. So let's open it up with uh, how the episode starts. We got Gannicus and Elithia walking through the forest. Did I kind of say that was going to happen yes, last time? Yes, that was an, uh, a, a nice prediction, and I think it, it manifested. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we see we see them together, and we knew that he had kidnapped her. We knew it was him uh, because of last episode. They can give us little snippets of what he had done. Mm-hmm. But now we see and we know he's going to deliver her to Spartacus. That was kind of what we predicted, and I think we were pretty right to that. Yeah, and I was actually surprised in how quickly it moved from that scene where uh, Spartacus takes out all those guys that he encounters to Mira and Sparty, and then, boom, he just appeared, and there and there Gannicus was with Alithia presenting him to Spartacus to have her be slain. Well, I, but one thing that I find very interesting about Gannicus is that he still has not chosen what side he wants to be on or what he wants to do, Mm-mm. because he's delivering her almost as a gift per se in order to kind of make a truce with the rest of the gladiators but at the same time because he could have killed her himself because he has his own semi-vengeance but he decided not to he decided to turn her over yeah, he. Um, it, it's interesting how he still, like you said, you know, he still hasn't chosen a side. Yeah. It's like he's doing things for other people. He's not doing anything for himself. Exactly. You know, Doc Tori mentions that uh, later on in the episode when they talk. And, uh, and and then Gannicus even said it to Spartacus himself. He said, hey, man, here she is. You take care of her. And then this will end this vengeance right. that you have. Okay. Right. He doesn't care about Alithia. He only <laughs> took her so that Spartacus can do something about it and just end the madness. He even risked his life for her, though. Because he even said he's now an enemy of Rome in addition to fighting off those uh – I, what, were, what were they? I, I have no they idea. Barbarians. Trying, yeah, they're like barbarians in the forest or yeah. something. But he winds up fighting them and against her, all intelligence, she tries to <laughs> run away thinking that she's going to escape a gladiator while she's <laughs> pregnant. And yeah. I'm surprised that he didn't kill her right then and there, but he had to deliver her over to Spartacus. Of course. you know, Even though she was a hassle, like he still had to get her over there just to, you know, just to get the whole thing settled. That's what he wanted to do. It's a, he's still like a pacifist at that point. Right. Exactly. And so while he, while he delivers her, surprisingly, of course, we see Onimaeus uh, not too excited about his return. But at the same time, we want them to be friends again. We do. So I thought that that was pretty interesting that they still have this conflict going back and forth because I kind of just want them to make up. Yeah. And um, in the previous episodes, uh, uh, Onimaeus has actually been really pissed at Gannicus every time he's there. But now it seems to be lessened and lessened. And he actually is having more words with him. They're breaking more words with each yeah. other than they were before. So he's he, in a way, he's almost forgiving him. But then he feels, uh, I mean, Onimaeus, he's, in a way, he's almost forgiving Gannicus. Like he's on the verge of doing it, I feel like. And he's actually more like pitying him for all this torture that he's going through. Wait, you think that Onimaeus is pitying Gannicus? Yeah. Really? He even said it himself. He said, oh, okay, like, if I were to kill you, it would end your torture here. But oh, I'm that's continue- true, because he's kind of lost. Yeah, because he's okay, lost. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. See, I see it I see it more as Onimaeus kind of still has his own vengeance, but it's not even towards the Romans as much as it is towards Gannicus, because he, he, he took, you know, part in with his wife, but in addition to... He had something to do with kind of her death. Would you say? Would you say yeah. that he can be kind of held responsible? Yeah, for that? yeah. I keep using the word kind of because, because it's like I want to put it in quotations because I'm not too sure if we want to blame it well, on him. It but was, if you want to directly blame somebody, it was Lucretia because she poisoned the damn wine. Right, but he laid with Onimaeus's wife. Like yeah. that's the ultimate betrayal right there. Yeah, and if if it wasn't for her laying with Gannicus, then yes, she would not have died and whatnot. But anyway, let's uh, move on to Asher and Lucretia. So a lot of them 
in this episode going on, right? Once again, I was clenching my fists because yeah. their relationship is hot and then cold, hot and then cold, and then he's abusive, and then she's abusive back, and then <laughs> they, it's kind of crazy. And he keeps calling her my love every time, and it just it's so it's so interesting because the way he's like representing his power over her, it's obviously through rape, and it's it is very it's it's a cringing thing to see, mm-hmm. and it even looks like obviously she's in pain. She was very much. Oh, she's in pain. not enjoying it. You asked no. last episode, you, should, you thought she was kind of enjoying it. She's not enjoying. No, it. No, I, I can clearly see that now. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, um, it seems like Asher doesn't even really enjoy it, too. He's just doing it just to get, like, that physical it's for pleasure. The power. Yeah, it's for the power and it's for the physical pleasure. It's And he calls her my love because there's no one else who can love this guy. Well, I think he's doing that almost as taunting. He's kind of, uh, like, not not mimicking, but he's almost... What, what would it be when a person who... Uh, has kidnapped you. What is that syndrome called? Oh, it's Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome? Okay, yeah. except for it's not working on Lucretia. No, it's not. <laughs> she's not falling in love with Asher. There's no way to fall in love with no, him. No, And so she's, she's, but she's not using it to her advantage either. I thought that she would have done something to use this sleeping with him she to did. her advantage. She did that well, this she time. Well, found, she found the bracelet yes. But in the sense of she's not she's not regaining the power back yet. I haven't seen her regain that power. And in this situation, I'm hoping that she does with Sepia Mm -hmm. because we see her constantly trying to win Sepia over in order to rebel against him. But I just feel like she could kill Asher and that and then it would be done. So why doesn't why doesn't Lucretia just kill him? Well, that would be interesting if it happened, but uh, you know what? It's not the end of the season yet. Maybe it's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe she's going to do it. You'd be pretty it. upset if, he, if she killed Asher. You'd okay, Asher I'd, to leave I'd, the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would be, I wouldn't be upset. It's just that it feels like his time is coming near, you know? Oh, you think so? I think, Is yeah, that an After Buzz prediction? I kind of feel like it, but let's, let's save that for yeah, the predictions later we on. We can't do predictions but yet. An interesting fact, though, actually... Um, there was a tweet that I was looking at on Stephen DeKnight's uh, Twitter, and he a fan asked him, were there any people in season one that were supposed to die off that you kept around? Asher was one of them. Oh, say it isn't so. Yeah. So really? He's, yeah. He's such an intricate part of the show. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine him gone because he is the perfect antagonist. Yes. And, I mean, now we see Glabber doing it and being evil and killing people. and But it's always been Asher from the beginning of the season till now Asher has always been the conniving evil one yeah and so I can't even imagine the show without him I know neither can I and I, as I'm, awful as he is we still need him <laughs> I'm glad he's there but I mean we see we see him and Lucretia go back and forth and then we also see him constantly kind of taunt her and pull her to the side he's touching her he's embracing her behind the scenes and no, none of, nobody else sees this so he's doing it secretively but at the same time he's still making sure that she stays in the house. Like, he's not going to let her go anywhere. No, he doesn't. He wants to maintain that relationship, that power he has over her. But you see her kind of begging him to find Elithia. Didn't you think that that yeah, was kind of odd? I, I did think that was odd. Because she hates Elithia. So why all of a sudden in this no, episode she... is she trying to get her so-called friend back? I think. Well, I don't think she hates her anymore. Remember we talked about last time? It was like this roller coaster of emotion they feel for so each you other. Really, so we've bought it. We're gonna. We're, we're just gonna decide that they're I, friends again. It's legit. I buy it at least for now. <laughs> it's a temporary thing, but it's gotta be. You know, I wasn't they are friends. Their friendship. I think they really. Be- I think she really believes she's friends with her now, and I think that Alithia even believes that she's friends with Lucretia at the moment. Mm. At the moment. So they kind of shown their loyalty last episode when she had the opportunity to tell Glabber what was going on, and she didn't. She kept her word to Lucretia. So maybe that was the moment of truth where they both 
saw eye to eye for the first time. Yeah, I think you're right on that. Because it took a long time to warm up to each other. <laughs> yeah, a lot of big part. What half more than half of this season, they finally like each other almost as much as they did when they first met each other. You, even when they first met each other, I didn't believe that they liked each other. No, well, yeah, they still had Le- a kind of a snarky attitude. Towards Lucretia one always was wanting to use her, you know, to to gain power and you know rise up more is, in Roman society. Yeah. That's true. But now they're equals, you know? They're they're almost equals. Lucretia's on the lower end still, but uh but Alithia, you know, she's she's in a tortured situation because she's got the baby and her husband doesn't love her anymore and she's being treated badly and they're both being abused. And that's what we said last episode is that they both are relating to each other. We did okay. Mm-hmm. So th- so maybe it is cuz they both are seeking comfort with one another. So she needs somebody who she can relate to cuz she definitely can't relate to Sepia. No. Sepia's a little girl. She's, She's immature. Apart. Yeah. Their relationship is old and 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 young. They don't identify with each other at all. She doesn't she almost as a she almost is a it is a child in comparison to way the the knowledge that Lucretia has because she's trying to school her on what's going on in the house cuz Sepia has no idea. Bless no. her heart. She's completely naive. She is to- she's innocent. <laughs> all she wants to do is bone globber. That's it. And I don't understand. This girl keeps jumping. She went. Who who was the first person that she was in love with? I think she. Okay, she, it was Verinius before a, Glauber. Okay, it was Verinius and yes. now Glauber. There hasn't and been anybody else. Was there somebody else before Verinius? Oh well. Oh, obviously she loved her brother Sepius. Oh. Yeah, so okay. there's three so men this right there. Some triangle that she has going yeah. on. It's, it's a rectangle, man. It's a messed up relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, bless her little heart. She likes every single person that shows her any attention. And she's clinging on to Glabber. She's up underneath him every single second. She's even in his ear when he's making decisions about going after Spartacus and what he should do. Yeah. She, did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. And she just wants to cater to him all the time. But <laughs> if, just, like he, just like he doesn't care about his wife, he's going to do the same thing to her. Because oh, yeah. everyone is disposable to him now. I think he's lost all heart. Once he saw that Alethea was capable of betraying him, I think it shut him off and made him cold. Because he wasn't always like this. He got lost at some point. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I think you're right. And now he feels like he's alone and it's just him versus the world. Yeah. He's using everybody. He's using Lucretia for her god and her symbolic power over the Romans. He's using Asher as his right hand to do the dark and shadowy deeds. He's using, uh, uh, gosh, what's her name? It escapes me for the moment. He's using uh, Sepia, Sepia for his sex. That's all he's doing with her. He oh, just... and you, just, you were excited about the sexing that we saw again. It was a nice one. <laughs> were you, did you approve of her boobs? It looked more impassioned, and it was a better angle shot. Okay. I did like it. For those of you who may not have caught last episode, uh, uh, Sean was very disappointed about Alethea's body at first until he saw her making love with Glabber. So it was the, <laughs> the side boob angle gave it a little bit better. So you, so this <laughs> is Sean approved this sex scene. This one looks a little bit better. <laughs> it did look. It looked very passionate. You saw them slow the camera up so mm-hmm. that we can see every bump and grind. <laughs> Spartacus is great for that because once again we got to see the whorehouse, and you love every time they go to the whorehouse. No, not this time. It was awful this time. They had no attractive women in there. <laughs> There's no pleasing him, folks. <laughs> You didn't notice this time they had a bunch of big women. They had women that were not in shape, not attractive. You know why? Because they because killed all Glabber the attractive keeps killing them yeah, They killed all the attractive whores. Asher took he them all. Organic is having any women. No, they all got crucified. That must have been what happened. Well, <laughs> who I would I would be so upset if I was going into a whorehouse and all my pickings left was what what he what Glabber left them. No one. I mean, even I mean. <laughs> 
it was awful in there. You're right. I will give I will give you that. But at the same time, he Asher goes in there to speak to the whores with Glaber mm-hmm. and to try to find out information about Alithia and starts killing people who aren't yeah. speaking. They didn't know any information. Everybody got slaughtered, and now that whorehouse is going to be vacant. We're probably not going to visit We're never going to see the time. whorehouse again. <laughs> the whorehouse is over. Sorry, guys. If, for those of you who enjoyed it, like Sean does, the whorehouse is done. Well, they <laughs> had shut, to, shut down for business. See, that's, that's how they soured it for me. They had all those ugly, fat women in there. <laughs> that's not right, <laughs> Sean. It made me not want to see it anymore. That is not right. People like whores of all shapes and sizes. That, is not, that is not that's, fair. That's true. <laughs> Sorry if you those at home. These are not the words for are intended to represent AfterBuzz TV. This is all Sean's doing. Um, but in in regards to them slaughtering, I feel like Glaber is getting pretty brutal and he's getting yeah. pretty confident as well because now he's fighting his own fights. You saw him go into the whorehouse and slice the gentleman at the neck who yeah. was just saying, the "Hey, owner. you owe me for the last whore that you crucified." That's right. And he just sliced his throat. And then after that, he go he went ahead and he he wiped the blood off on that one whore. So that's that's really he just doesn't care and then he leaves and he lets Asher take care of everything else. What oh, but I do love the way that they broke it down and showed us when Asher goes back into memory of exactly how he tried to get information about Alithia mm-hmm. and how it this is it was gruesome. And Spartacus is great for giving us all the blood, all the guts, bones, merit, whatever it is that we want to oh, see. Oh yeah, when they pop that one they guy's an arm elbow. Out. Oh man, there's we a bone sticking Knives out go up noses. Yeah. Uh through the heart through the mouth through the mouth it was there was no body part that was untouched by asher and his men this episode but as gruesome as it was i loved seeing it because spartacus i mean it's the only show that's going to give it to us raw like that that's true and i liked how they did give it to us in a flashback so they made it a lot faster a lot quicker right and it it did show the gruesomeness more because that's that's like someone's you know in someone's memory it's like those flashes you like you have images and photos in your mind and that's that was well demonstrated i felt in this episode i definitely agree with that i love that so let's move on to uh sparty and elithia and this big secret is finally revealed so he shows her some mercy because he doesn't want to kill her and he doesn't want to make it like so everything's balanced, right? Because it won't be balanced. He, do- well, he doesn't want to be balanced. He wants to feel like he's the more just, the better person. The name of the episode is Balance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she reveals to him the big secret that we've been talking about and alluding to this whole season. Is it Spartacus's <sighs> baby? She says it is. Can I just tell you how upset I am <laughs> that it's Spartacus's child and... I don't believe her. She could be using it to her advantage. Just saying it because how they, you know, they didn't have DNA tests back then. This is true. This is this is. But <laughs> but how does she know that it's Spartacus? Because maybe she hadn't laid with her husband around that time. Maybe so she knew. Okay, I'm not ovulating, so it has to be Spartacus's because that's the only time that I had sex was when I was like. It has to be something. How does she know? There's no really way of knowing. Well. Actually, um, they, yeah, that's that's a good point. What you're saying right there, with, because she probably didn't lay with her husband for a long time, and uh, and as Glauber talked about this episode, they had you know great warm love when they first started, and then as things went on, it got colder and colder. He probably wasn't sleeping with her a lot. That's probably why she was having sex with the gladiators because she wasn't getting any. Oh. So that's how she knows that it wasn't, that it's not his, it's not Glabber's. So through our deductive pathways, we find <laughs> we out that out. it probably is Sparty's. <laughs> it is not your baby, Glabber. Um, <laughs> but th- but it's but it's crazy that she admitted it to Spartacus because she knew that, that was the one thing that would save her life. And so Spartacus is now more inclined to spare her, but I don't think that he was going to kill her 
to begin with. Do you? No, no I don't think so either. I mean, they're making and, and one thing that I don't know if I like that they're doing is making Spartacus kind of soft. I feel like that he sh- if he's a real killer and a real warrior and a leader, then he would end this war and have revenge on her life. But he wants the man who killed his wife and not a wife for a wife. That's true. And, uh, you know, for the greater good, Spartacus has to be more peace and justice. He has to be that perfect, like you said earlier. He's like Jesus. He's he's like the Messiah. (laughs) You can't have this guy be tarnished in any way. Look at him. You know, he looks like he's tarnished by dirt and blood, but that's just on the outside. He's got a heart of gold in here. Yeah. And you can't touch that thing. He doesn't kill unless it's just, we know, we know. But, <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, now Alithia is living and she tries to collaborate with Lucius. Yeah. I mean, did that not, I, I kind of knew that Alithia would try to do that because there's no end to her madness. I had a feeling that would happen too. And it's just, it's obviously because they're both Romans. You know, she looks at his arm, she doesn't see a brand. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, alludes to that he once had land and he had a great family and everything and that had all been taken away from him by Roman men with power who didn't want him to have anything. And I I thought that he was going to collaborate with her and give her her request. I thought that he was going to try to get, because I have never trusted him. Even in the beginning, I kind of thought that he was going to turn on the gladiators. But Every single time, once again, he proves himself trustworthy because then we see him go to Glaber's house, um, the house of Bariades, actually. Yeah. Um, they're, I guess, renting it out. And, <laughs> and he tells him or he confronts him. Like, this is his opportunity to speak to the man who killed his family and an entire village. And he doesn't do anything other than tell him the negotiations that Spartacus has requested. Right. Oh, well, we don't know if it was Glauber who slaughtered his whole family and took away his stuff. It was just the Romans. Romans in general, Roman senators in power, whatever. But um, yeah, it gave him a good opportunity to show it. It kind of played with us. It made me feel like, damn, is he really doing this? And like, but he went off with Spartacus, you know, on that walk. So perhaps, you know, there's some strategy behind it. And of course, we, we revealed that it was a strategic right. move. And that was good. I like that. I like that too, because we able... thought that he was betraying them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and he was able to spit in the face and piss on the Romans one last time, and he <laughs> but enjoyed Pino it. Tattoo man wanted to kill him so bad. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Okay, so the tattoo guy that was killed last time was he still alive? I thought he was dead. He had the Rudius sword in him. Was it just like nothing? He, he's still alive. Well, you see, he can take bow and arrows and, and and not be affected or phased at all. Oh wait, are you talking about an Egyptian guy? Yeah, Egyptian. guy. Oh, Egyptian. Guy. Oh, okay, so tattoo yeah. guy. Okay, well, Egyptian guy has tattoos too. Yeah, he does. That's okay, true. so. Egyptian guy, I forgot it's different than tattoo guy because yeah. Egyptian guy has tattoos. Okay. Yeah. So Egyptian guy wanted to kill him. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. He did. And so we see him again, once again, ripped and ready to go. But he has the, the weight of having Alithia still alive and that she'll be dead if they lay a finger on her. So not to, so I really didn't believe that they weren't going to follow him home. And I guess they didn't because that would have been the wise thing to do. For on the Romans part. Yeah, I thought been, the yeah. Romans would have followed him. But instead they came with the carriage. They did. And then they came with that thing. And finally, this was a good confrontation. Uh, I wanted to see this. Remember, we talked about it last time. I was like, oh, it's going to happen. I want to see it happen next time. And it did. So we had Globber, Spartacus, face off. And there's an illusion in there to that uh, the cloth that was supposed to be from the wife you pointed that out because because spartacus had the ribbon before correct where he where he kept dangling the ribbon yeah the purple one holding on to it for a smell of his wife like a scent to remember her by yes and so he did the same thing to him this time that's right and and obviously it was uh, it was not very well used because glober didn't care 
He doesn't love his wife. He said he would sell the whole world just to see Spartacus beneath his feet. That's a pride and ego. That's all that is right there. I mean, I don't know if that's just something that goes on with men or if this is like the Romans <laughs> or what. But, but Spartacus is doing the same thing. He's like, I'm not going to kill your wife because I want you. Mm-hmm. And so they're both they both have the same intentions. They just want to kill each other. Oh, that's true. It's a it's a war of attrition. They're just trying to kill everybody else around them and they're not going to stop until they get the head guy on both sides. Right. But you guessed it right because you knew that there were warriors or uh, army men inside of the carriage mm-hmm. and they hopped out the moment that Agron tried to open up the doors. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and there came Asher and all of his men. Asher didn't, it, he didn't seem to fight that much, did he? He he did a few things, but everybody else was getting nailed. And yeah. Asher, where was Asher? Because Asher likes to stay clear. <laughs> he doesn't shadows. want any confrontation. <laughs> he likes to stay clear and avoid all kinds of knives and so anything that's going to put him in harm's way. <laughs> that's right. And of course, uh, not only did the Romans have those men in the cart, but they had all those other men. They had like a whole platoon or militia. Oh, when he blew that horn, I got scared. Yeah. I thought there was going to be more men than that. And they were really far off in the distance so it you know it allowed spartacus and his crew ample time to escape well at least we know that they aren't uh too prideful in that situation to stay and know that they could possibly be defeated because they're not indefensible like they are they they're humans so they against 100 men okay your chances (laughs) you might die (laughs) so i'm I'm happy that they were smart enough to leave and that mira came and saved the day with her bow and arrow yeah and speaking of mira so she had that one scene where she almost choked the life out of alithia i wish that she did (laughs) i kind of wish she did too because then it could have ended it a little bit quicker yes and and this so so the situation with alithia and mira is kind of a woman on woman because in this situation you find out that your the love of your life has impregnated uh somebody who you don't only like you not only like them but in addition the baby that lives within her is also a threat to your happiness because you're trying to gain his heart now lithia has his baby so in addition the baby's going to be born and be spartacus's child the family he always wanted with his wife that's now dead and that, that poses a threat to her yeah. Because now she has it's going to be even harder for her to get his heart. His attention is going to be drawn elsewhere. It is, which is pretty crappy and I, I have to admit that it's it's a terrible situation for Spartacus. I think her <laughs> reason for killing Alithia was double-sided. I think it had to do with her own womanly issues. I think it's fine. If she did it, it would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> It was because of her insecurities, though. It wouldn't have been for the common good. No, no, it wouldn't have been for the greater good. But uh, there was a time, though, where I felt like it was actually going to go the way where she was going to die. I didn't think that Spartacus would come back from his walk that quickly, but then again, there he is. Well, what, what killed me is when Spartacus turns to her and tells her that she needs to leave. And, 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 she, and he tells her that you don't know my heart. Ouch. But I don't want to get into quotes because I was a quote right there. <laughs> but that killed her because I'm sorry. Mira has shown so much loyalty to him. She has done everything for him. She has turned herself from a slave to a, a phenomenal warrior mm-hmm. and a warrior princess. Warrior princess, yes. <laughs> and she's beside him all the time. She's the first woman on the scene. Even before other men show up, she's there. And she does anything that he asks of her. All she wants is love in return. And she's not getting it. She's not. We haven't seen them in bed that much in the last several episodes. This is true. Usually <laughs> when, you, when you're not making love, you know, there's problems at home. And, and we saw that when she uh, had, I guess they were in the forest and she had said something to him. And he, I don't know how it started, but she, he had said or admitted that somebody else had tamed the beast. 
And she was like, oh, who is this? And and she was like, oh, I'm sorry, because she knew it was his wife. Once again, it was there's a constant reminder of his wife that's never going to go away. Yeah, they're fighting a war because of his wife. Absolutely right, and that, yeah, that's right. And there was uh, uh, last time I, w- I said I wanted to see Sora come back in some dreams, and we had her. Some oh, old you footage. did! You got your wish. We put her in there, so that was good, you know. But it wasn't it wasn't new stuff. It would have been cooler if it was like some kind of new footage that came in. Oh, you know, of her because like, you wanted her now talking to Spartacus, kind of telling him or guiding him yeah, what to do in a different way. So that would have been neat. But uh, I think that wraps up uh, relationships, unless you had anything else to add. Uh, Crixus and Nivea, they okay. they were fighting again. And so I guess there, there wasn't anything about them. But I just appreciate Nivea still trying to fight and learn how to use her sword and still become. I mean, she said that she she's trained by one of the best men, you know, by a god. By a god of yes. the arena. And so, and she is. And so we're seeing her getting stronger and stronger. But I would like to see her put it into practice. And we're probably going to see that within the next couple of episodes. Fingers crossed. Since I'm we're hoping. wrapping up, hopefully there's going to be a big battle. <laughs> so let's move into our favorite quotes. Yes. Um, I'll start. I wish to know of where he secrets himself. And that, that was a uh, Globber saying that. I kind of, I, I kind of paraphrased it a little bit because I really couldn't type down the other <laughs> sentences. And it's hard but, to type on your iPad. Yeah, and uh, so I, I, I like that from Globber's mouth when he was in the whorehouse. So okay, <clears throat> okay. Um, raise voice again, and I will hack tongue from mouth. Ooh, that That's one was mine. good. That, that, that was, was Gannicus yeah. to uh, Alithia. Yes, that one was good. Uh, the day has been long. I will see you beneath the covers. Oh, I didn't catch that one. When was that? Oh, uh, with uh, um, Lucretia. Lucretia to Sepia, right? To Sepia, exactly. Okay, good. You should be quizzing me now. Kind of, <laughs> You're all mad at me, and I'm going to try to guess and see which one it is. <laughs> and who said it to who? Yeah, so she wanted to get her. You know, it's almost like she was tucking her in. like Because she kind thinks of, like, of her as a child. Yeah, she, and she is a child. Like, the way she looks, you know, her body is very adolescent. You know, it still looks good, but... At the same time, you know, Lucretia, she's taking that she, – she wants to keep her out of trouble and she wants her to stop from meddling, you know. And she needs her help too mm-hmm. because she wants she wants them to help get uh, – I, I keep forgetting his name. Who's the person who she's trying to get to come into back into town? Uh, I'm not sure. Who you're the one about? that um, Sepia liked at first. Oh, Varinius. Varinius. Yes. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, he hasn't well, he's been not around. significant anymore. <laughs> yeah, two, I think it's been like two or three episodes. Yeah, he's been no, it's gone. been three that he's been gone. Yeah. And so Varinius, she needs her help getting Varinius back as well. So mm-hmm. she's kind of using Sepia as a pawn. I don't think that she takes her very seriously, and she knows that she needs her though. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of coddling her a little bit. But Sepia has no idea what she's up against when when she's in the house of Badiatis. Yeah. Oh, not until the end of that episode where we saw that she she now knows that the bracelet of the physical proof that her brother has been killed by Globber is it's now revealed. Right. And and Lucretia called that a gift from the gods when she was unfortunately getting raped and had the opportunity to see that laying on the floor mm-hmm. with Asher. Yeah. But I'm happy that she was able to give Sepia that message because when she tried to do it the first time, they were interrupted mm-hmm. by Lucius um, coming to the house. And so now she had the opportunity in the wine cellar. That's right. And speaking of Lucius, do not clutch me to breast. <laughs> he said that to Alithia when she was like when she found out he was a Roman. She was like, oh, oh, can, can you help me out? Of course you would pick it up because it said breast, John. Um, I don't train you to fight, but how to win. So you don't find yourself enslaved by the Romans. And that was Animaeus telling that to the Germans. Because this episode, we see him kind of become taking his role back as Doctori. Yes. And training again. Even though he's not 100% healthy to fight, he's training the Germans and taking them under his wing so that they can be just as strong as the gladiators. So I appreciated that. 
he, he's got a punk on, but I hope that they wind up listening because they really don't know that he can whoop every single's butt up in there. <laughs> oh, he can. Absolutely. And um, another one I got, uh, she carries heritage forever denied my own wife. And that was Spartacus oh, yeah, talking that's a about good one, Sean. Yeah, the baby oh, man, in Alithia's Oh, that just made body. me sad right now. Oh, Sorry, man. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that really is sad. Yes. <laughs> that really is sad. Uh, okay, what do I got? Um, I know. Sorry. I have so many notes. I have two pages of notes. Okay. Oh. I got one. When you okay. gaze into your wife's eyes, I will forever be reflected there in memory of how I let them live. Yeah. And we almost, I almost felt like he was putting it out there. And he is in a way that she was actually the bearer of Spartacus's child. But then he added that of how I let them live. Right, exactly. Kind of thing. But he knew what he was doing. It was almost a little bit of a taunt, but he wasn't going to give him that. Yeah. So, but I, you know what I was surprised about is that in, he kind of in a way admitted that I'm going to let you raise my child. Because wouldn't yeah. you think that Spartacus would want to keep the son as his own? You know, that's an interesting point. Maybe he's going to kill off Glauber and that's going to be the end of it. And then after that, Alithia is going to have to raise it at, as her own. Who knows? Or he kills Alithia and Mira winds up raising it. Oh, that would be interesting. Oh, if we're that putting into predictions. Now. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, we can't help it. We love this show too much. Day has turned to night, casting golden memories to shit. What? Who said that? Okay, I don't know even. I have no idea who said that. One. That's what Glauber said to uh, Sepia when they were lying in bed together, and he was referring to his wife having, you know, being like bright like the day, and their love oh. was so warm. But then eventually, time went on, and everything faded. Well, Sepia in that situation was kind of uh, alluding that she. W- she was kind of searching for certain words by asking him those questions. And I felt like she wanted to comfort from him to be able to tell her that he doesn't really care about Alithia so much. And that that would make her feel more important in this situation. And so I knew what she was doing. That's something yeah. women do all the oh, time. Yeah. We, kind of, we we put ourselves down so that, that way you can put us up and tell us we're not pretty today. No, you're beautiful. <laughs> it's all perspective. Yeah. And the men's going to follow as well because they're going to, they're, of course, they want the woman who's laying with them after right. they had an intense sex scene. Of course, they want them to be happy. You don't want to tarnish the moment and have her like leave your bed all exactly. quickly. But he he said I I'm only concerned for the child or for my future heir, and I take no notice to Alithia. I'm not even thinking about her. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> my last one I have, your coin overflows. Oh, excuse me. Your chest overflows with coin and blood, and then the other person says both well earned by a day's exertion. That was uh, the first part was Lucretia, and then the next one was Asher. Oh, that was because he had that big chest. Yes, all the all that money, and there's it was covered in stained with blood. It's all sticky too. So he's just been going from house to house every time he slaughters someone, or every time he kills uh, someone in the heart. He's just taking everybody's money. He's just stealing, but he's collecting it for himself, or does yeah. he give that to Glaber? I th- well, I think he's just collecting it from himself because he's a greedy. I mean, he had a huge <laughs> chest of of money. Yeah, absolutely, and he, he some of it he's giving away. I'm sure to his men, maybe. And, oh, he's sharing and he, with he them. He gave a few pieces and that wig last time to uh, Lucretia. And he's probably well, yeah. He's probably he needs to give it all to the Egyptian because he's doing a lot of his dirty work for him. Oh, he's yeah. a beast. That he's a he's a cold blooded killer. Uh, my last one is he does not love you as I loved my wife. And that was Spartacus saying that to Alithia. And in that moment, that was when he let her go. Yeah. And I was really surprised that he did that because now he has no leverage. And so I feel like they should have kept her a lot longer, at least until they had they don't even have the, they didn't even get the weapons that they were trying to no, get. No. They have nothing right now in order to to to, to defeat Glaber. 
Yeah, you're right. And uh, him letting her go, um, I feel like he's just trying to be just. And he's trying to be the good guy. He is, you know, he's really demonstrating that a lot. And that's why he just let her leave. I actually thought he was going to leave her the sword, too. So that she can maybe defend herself in that wilderness. <laughs> oh, can you just see Olivia <laughs> trying to, to fight some crooks off or something like that with the sword Th- and she's that pregnant? Would be, that would be hilarious. But I'm sure she's going to uh, magically get her way into the villa again and find her way back into Glapper's arms. La, la, la. Well, I'm concerned about her, though, because she is pregnant. We see her little, getting a little bit bigger and bigger. And she hasn't been eating. I didn't see them feed her at all except for that little bit of porridge oh, but that Lucius gave how her. How long did they keep her in there, though? That's the question. I feel like she was there a few days. She had to have been. Yeah, yeah well, I'm sure they gave her enough porridge. <laughs> enough enough <laughs> they, porridge. They looked like they were eating well, actually. All, they had it all lined up. It was like militaristic. It looked pretty cool where they were just giving everybody food in a line. It was different than you know the other times where it's like everybody was scavenging at the beginning of the series. That's season. true. That's true. Well, now they have all of the Germans in order to, to help collect now. And they're pretty good at hunting. They always come back with some, with a big animal. Yeah. Uh, so we have to move out, uh, we, move into shout outs right now. Is it time for shout outs or should we take a little commercial uh, let's, break? Let's, um, let's go ahead and take a break. Then. Yeah, we'll I think we should take a commercial break because of our timing. Yeah. Okay, guys, we'll be right back. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different aftershows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? We are back. Ow, ow. And we always like to pay tribute to all of our loyal fans who watch Spartacus and then tune in to AfterBuzz TV Spartacus and have been watching Vengeance with us this season. So we have shout outs to some Twitter followers. CD Hunt Zero has been communicating with us and he always tells us how great the show is. So we just want to say thank you. We appreciate There's your soundtrack. you. <laughs> All right. I like uh, that. I feel like I'm getting pumped up. I want to go yeah. the, get in the arena right now. Uh, Monica B87 thinks that we do an amazing job and she loves us. You know, we have our little word flops from time to time, but it's really hard to speak like the Romans. I'm sorry. So I just appreciate you guys loving us unconditionally. <laughs> and MG Universe is always very faithful. He tunes in every single week. And once again, we appreciate you. This time he said, isn't it ironic that Glaber is informed of his wife's kidnapping while he's messing with Sepia? And this was last episode he commented. So he tweeted right after our after buzz and always gives his little tidbit of the last episode. So we'll probably hear from him again tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, MG Universe is very active he on is. his Twitter account. And it feels like he actually, he tweets to the cast a lot too, which is pretty cool. We should probably try to get him to come in here. We need to see what city he's in. 
Yeah, the, uh, you know what? That would be awesome if he could come in here. In the universe, you're welcomed anytime. So uh, to all our YouTube channel followers, you guys, gratitude for watching. Thank you. Thank we you. really appreciate it. And this includes uh, Crowboy, who actually has tweeted at you before. Yes. Right? So um, he, he um, not only comments on those uh, vids, but he also tweets at us as well. Uh, KJ Hotman 3 this guy has uh, had some good comments on, um, on Spartacus videos that I post on my Facebook page. And, uh, oh, so he's he's watching them then. Yeah, he's watching. He's that, looking that's around. a real Spartacus fan. You know, they're, they're real Spartacus fans when they're doing the research with us. That's right. And then we got Dread Life. He commented on, uh, our, I think, our last video. And he said that I'm obsessed with Lesbo and boob action. <laughs> you are, Sean. <laughs> but he did it in a loving way. What was his name again? Dread Life. Dread Life, thank you for being honest because Sean is, and so is Phil as well. But he's going to keep quiet and probably not admit <laughs> it back there. But he's obsessed with boobs too. And so I'm just happy that you guys... Guys embrace I watch that. Shameless, all right? So don't, don't worry. I like boobs. Uh, I just don't watch Spartacus, that's all. And, and which no, is I don't shame. have anything against the show. I just don't have the time to watch all well, these shows. Well, there's lots of nudity for you if you ever want to catch them. And really quickly to wrap up Dread Life, he, he also commented that he thinks I'm Asian slash Hispanic. Oh, you, I can see <laughs> so that. that. I can totally see that. Yes, for your information, really quickly, I'm Filipino and white. My dad's German, <laughs> Polish, Swedish. There you go. That's what I am. And for anyone else wondering, black, Mexican, Native American, and Scottish. <laughs> so, um, But we we definitely appreciate your guys' commentary. So please, once again, leave us comments, YouTube, and iTunes as well. Make sure that you rate us afterwards and let us know what you guys think and how much you love the show as well. And so now let's get into uh, the Sparty, or no, news and gossip before yeah, we get into the workout. Stuff. TV news. This is always a uh, part of my favorite part. So news and gossip. So, um, Sean, do you want to go into some of your Twitters first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so in my news and gossip, uh, just recently, Liam McIntyre, he seems to be a big gamer. He has tweeted about being balls deep, I quote, balls deep in <laughs> ME3, which is Mass Effect 3. It's this uh, popular game that's come out for uh, PlayStation 3 right now. It's on the third oh. installment of a game, and a lot of people like to play it. And I actually have considered downloading or even buying uh, uh, Mass Effect 2, even though I haven't even played part one. But what's interesting about the game is it's such it's a, such a popular thing right now that's even been talked about uh, being made into a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, Liam McIntyre, you know, that, that's awesome that he's a gamer. I really appreciate it. And that. I'm surprised he's even had time with the workout that he's doing with the rest of the cast. Oh, yeah. yeah to, he has time to play video games. Wow. Well, he, he does it at night. That's his cool down. Oh, there you go. You <laughs> can't swing swords all day. He's got to shoot some guns at aliens <laughs> at some point. That sounded a little sexual. <laughs> <laughs> so we also got uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, they posted an article uh, about the two new characters that uh, are going to be in the next season of Spartacus, but uh, when you know, we actually will talk about that some... a little bit more when we okay. have the pictures brought up. Um, thank you, Phil. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, on uh, March 10th, a fan tweeted at Liam asking if there is a budget for blood on production. Oh, that's a great question <laughs> yeah. because we see so much of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Liam retweeted and he said they went over budget. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I mean, I, I, I've never seen so much blood in my entire life and this show definitely provides all of it. Yeah. And it's. I wonder what type of a formula they use for it. I always hear like what, like corn syrup and red dye. That's it looks usually, so real. Yeah, that's usually like the formula for making blood that I know of. But uh, it's, it's very goopy well, looking. Kudos to the special effects artists. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stephen DeKnight tweeted on uh, March 14th that he only needs to have five scripts done for a season to begin filming. 
which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he just needs to have the scripts for five episodes done, and then they can start filming for the next season of Spartacus. So when do we know when they're going to start filming? Uh, yes. I think it's April, right? Um, yeah, I think it is. You know what? I don't have that in my notes currently. But I'm pretty sure it's sometime, April. Yeah, I think they mentioned sometime in April, something like that. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Sedulous, the guy who was killed off last time, that German big guy. He, by the by the way, is gigantic. How tall do you think he is? I don't know if that was special effects or if he really is that big. He looks like he's <clears throat> eight feet tall. He's seven one. He is gigantic. That is incredible. And he went into acting and not basketball or football. <laughs> yeah. So Sedulous. Smart uh, man. Yeah, he was uh, defaced last time by Spartacus. Um, his real name is Conan Stevens, which is pretty funny. He looks like a Conan. He looks like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. He is huge. Um, he will be playing a recurring role on the new Hobbit movies set to release uh, this year. Two th- uh, and one this year and another one 2013. He's going to be in both of those coming oh, out. Oh, great. I'm happy he's using his body to his advantage. Absolutely. Um, um, Let's see. Steven DeKnight also tweeted that he recommends watching Game of Thrones and Mad Men. You know, if people are not, you know, if people can't watch Spartacus anymore because the season's going to end in about two more weeks. Um, I love Game of Thrones. What a coincidence. Those are two shows that we do here on After Buzz. So people should tune in, watch their shows on their respective channels, and then they should come on to AfterBuzzTV.com and and check out and join us right after those shows are on so we can can give them news and gossip and discuss. You know, they can call in, they can tweet at us, whatever. Great idea, Sean. After Buzz. After Buzz. After Buzz. That was just a shout out to AfterBuzz. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, also, Stephen tonight tweeted that the new Sparty DVD and Blu-ray set will be out September of this year in the U.S. So if you guys want to, you can pick that up uh, for this season, uh, Spartacus Vengeance. And uh, lastly, I have that Aaron Cummings. She's once again um, going to be. She's once again in the news because she has a new project coming up. Erin Cummings, in case you guys mm-hmm. don't remember, she was Sora, Spartacus's wife, who we saw a little bit this episode. Yeah, we got to see a glimpse. And according to Deadline Hollywood, she will have a recurring role on Baby Big Shot, a CBS lawyer show, and uh, she's going to be playing the main character's uh, sexually heightened sister. Not sure what that means. She's a freak. <laughs> she is a sexual freak. <laughs> so we're gonna. I want to hear more about what you had mentioned about uh, season three. So yep, there we go. Thank you, Phil. Yes. Okay. So what's the news and gossip? What's the dish? Who is this guy? He is fine. Uh, I heard he's gonna be on season <clears throat> three. Yeah. So this gentleman's name is Todd Lassens, and he's uh, from the show called Cronies, and a couple other shows that are on Australian TV. And uh, he is actually going to be playing the young Julius Caesar coming up in season three. I can totally or, see that. Yeah, season three of Spartacus. And yeah, he's a good looking guy. He's supposed to be playing that young Caesar that's rising to power and is going to be leading armies against Spartacus's army. I can totally see that. And then who else we got? Who's next? Okay, and this is the the new guy who's also going to be in season three of Spartacus coming up, which has not been subtitled yet. As you know, we had Spartacus. Yeah, they haven't they haven't Blood. chosen a name yet. No, right? they haven't yet. For you know, we have Blood and Sand, Gods of the Arena. Obviously, now we have Vengeance. They haven't uh, found out a name for the new one yet. But this guy um, is actually uh, well. This the, uh, Simon... photo that you're looking at is from Wolfman. Okay, but but that's the gentleman who who's going to be in Spartacus. Okay, very good. So this actor is on British television. His name is Simon Merrills, and he's. Gonna going to be playing Marcus Crassus, who we always talk about all the time on the show. Not so much in the last couple episodes, but people have referred to him so much, yeah. especially Varinius was the last person. 
So they were kind of trying to, to prepare us for his role. Yes, this is the one where they referred to him as being large of corn and small of. I love that we put sound effects instead. Yeah. Okay, so this photo right here that we're looking at is um, Ellen Holman. Is hot? Yeah. Is it hot? It's definitely hot. Because I keep teasing our Spartacus fans about their being, and you guys are going to have to stay tuned to see it, a kissing scene between Katrina Law and uh, Ellen. And so this is a new character that has come onto Spartacus. We see her playing Saxa on the show, and she's the German gladiator. And so this is them kind of playing off of this whole sexual, like, what is it? Lesbian? What does they call you, Sean? A lesbian lover? <laughs> a les- lover of lesbian lover action? Lover of lesbian action. Yeah. yeah, so they're kind of playing into this and playing for people like you, Sean, who are obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> they're teasing you. And this was actually in Vegas. Uh, if you go to the next photo, you guys will see that they're uh, celebrating uh, for the weekend out in Vegas. This was about a week and a half ago to two weeks. Uh, they were celebrating, I guess, you know how everybody goes out there for Sugar, which is a new restaurant slash candy store that's opened up out there. Mm. And so they were celebrating that out there. And so these are all the girls. Um, we see Katrina Law and Ellen Holman and uh, Mira. What's Mira's real name again? I don't want to. Um, oh, you mean Navia? Navia. Yeah, that's not. what I mean. Navia. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Mira's Katrina me. Law. <laughs> it escapes me for it the moment. It escapes you right now. And, and then the other blonde we killed off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then we had Chadra. That was her Chadra, name. Chadra. Yeah. And then we got it's some sugary looking cocktails there. Right. Of course, it would be at sugar. Yeah. <laughs> but that's Yummy. them all together. So they not only fight and play together, but they also have a good time and relax and mellow out and drink together as well. Very good. Next photo. And so this is them just second on some lollipops. I thought this was really cute because mm-hmm. we always see them dress up in gladiator wardrobe and they always have to be so serious on set because they're fighting for their lives. And this time they get to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. I don't know what the lollipops in the mouth was supposed to insinuate, but, <laughs> <laughs> She's but it always, looks like they're having fun. It looks like Saxa has the lollipop backwards on purpose. Oh, yeah. She's, she's being silly. I love yep. that. She's a lot taller than the other women. No, she really is. Yeah. And so this is just the two new characters. This was a photo that I found that had them side by side. That's right. So we can look forward to them for season three. And then do we have any more? Are we complete? Okay, that's it. uh, We'll get the video going. Okay, so we just have a little bit of a red carpet footage from uh, the Gladiator cast. They were at an annual charity event, which uh, was this. March 15th, 2012, and I, I'm excited that they have time to do charity events because with their workout regimen and their season starting up again that they have to reshoot, right. um, you, you know, they make they still make time to give back to the community. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And walk the runway, red carpet, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and look amazing. But uh, before the show wraps up and we do predictions... Um, Let's not forget about the workout too. Yeah, no, we have to. We have to. We have to definitely do the workout. But look at the workout is paying off. If you can see. Oh look, there's Aaron Cummings right there too. Their bodies look amazing. But look at if you if you look at uh, Alithia on the red carpet, she's she's very she looks a lot more I guess softer and more professional in this situation. I we're so used to seeing her kind of playing more of like a sexy queen kind of role right but katrina law looks amazing oh as always saxa looks great too yeah she does she, they, they look awesome also known as ellen holman right <laughs> <laughs> is that peter mensa right yeah, there awesome Animaeus. there's that giant. you guys will hear us go back and forth with their real names and their character names all the time <laughs> we're attached what can we say but they all look so good together. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to say that this is one of my favorite shows to watch, not just because everybody on it is beautiful, so it doesn't 
hurt my eyes at all. But they're also great actors as well. It's not they're not just looks. They're not just getting by on their on their great bodies. They bring it. Yeah, and they're, they're eye candy and they're talented. Exactly. And one person who, I'm sorry, she's won me over. I'm one of her biggest fans now is Katrina Law. I talk about her all the time. And she was telling us that the Gladiator Boot Camp workout um, that she was doing and that they do gut drills, sprints, circle of death races, circuit training. And she forewarned Ellen Holman about this. Uh-huh. And so we see Ellen kind of get a little bit spooked on um, TV equals.com. If you guys want to check out the two interviews that they did, uh, Ellen was saying that she was kind of scared of the circle and i think you told us about the circle of death before we've alluded to it a it's bit. where you you take the ball and you throw it and you catch it and you have to yeah, pop down and bounce back up and throw it to someone else yeah that's right so it's weighted balls so if you guys want to try this over at the gym i think it would be a little bit hard because you have to have a bunch of people at least four or five people outside of the circle and you're going to be in the middle so they'll throw like a weighted ball at you maybe like a 10 pounder or less you know for those people that can't handle as much so you throw that at them you have to get it throw it back you jump down for a, maybe a push-up or something. You come back up and you got to ca- catch a 30-pound bag. So that's pretty amazing. 30 pounds? Yeah, and then you got to throw it back to the other person. That's incredible. I, I got to work up to that. I'm on two pounds right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the circle of death was something that, like I said, she forewarned Ellen about. But Ellen was saying that if she couldn't pass that that drill that they do, that, that she feels like the cast wouldn't have initiated her in. And she feels like that's part of the initiation process in order to having gotten her role. She was like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm a great actress and I'm fluent in German and I'm also physically fit. But if I wouldn't have passed the circle of death, they wouldn't have loved me. And so uh, Katrina also gave more information about uh, her scene with uh, Ellen. And she was saying that now what's funny is both gave interviews on the kiss that's going to come up that was actually uh, uh, improv. Uh-huh. That they both had, but each one of them says that the other kissed them. So Katrina's- I got a boner. <laughs> I got a boner. So Katrina's <laughs> like, no, no, no. Ellen kissed me, and Ellen's like, no, no, no. Katrina kissed me. But regardless, Ooh, what is the truth? <laughs> regardless, uh, Katrina and Ellen both say that this was their most surprise moment and fun moment because they both were able to catch the guys off guard, and that uh, everybody was like so caught off guard but that they wanted to keep the scene and so they're like we need to shoot that again because we didn't get it quite Different right angles please right, exactly we gotta do a slow-mo so I'm waiting phantom for that camera scene. kiss i know you guys are with me i mean i'm sorry i want to see it too because they're both two pretty hot ladies hopefully next episode we get to see it and uh before we get into predictions uh you're talking about that workout stuff so another uh, workout that i would recommend doing unfortunately a lot of people can't do this either get a big sledgehammer and hit a tire what sean where are we gonna get a sledgehammer <laughs> and a tire so, you know, sometimes they, I would imagine they might have these over at like UFC type gyms, but this is what they were doing on the set. You know, in that video we saw before, we had the Spartacus cast members like Liam McIntyre uh, just like, I guess it's to simulate maybe like axing a, a piece of wood or something. So you get a big sledgehammer. If you guys, you know, whoever has this, you can try it out. You that can, sounds so hard. But uh, you hit a big tire, like a big monster truck tire or like a cat, you know, a, a tractor tire. The way that you could simul- simulate this in a current gym that you work out at is you get a big, huge, uh, one of those big balls that you can throw around. Not the weighted balls, but the ones that are like puffy and they're still big. Mm-hmm. They're like 15, 20 pounds. So you get that, you put it over your head, you throw it down as hard as you can, and you just pick it back up and you re- repeat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That so sounds so intense. It's pretty intense, but it, it's the best thing that you could do to simulate that. And another workout that I like to do is, um, and I've seen, I saw uh, Andy Whitfield do this. I've seen uh, Liam McIntyre and the other cast do this as well on their videos for men's health. Pull-ups to push-ups right away. So you do like 
10, 15 pull-ups I would recommend for anybody who's starting off on this. If you can do more, that's great. As soon as you finish those, you drop down, you give yourself like 10 to 25, whatever you can handle Ooh, for push-ups. I don't know if I could do it. It's good that stuff. That sounds so intense. It but is. But I know that Ellen said in her interview that before, in order to prepare for the role, that she worked out four weeks in advance before she even went to New Zealand and then continued with the gladiator workout when she got with the rest of the cast. And wow. she was saying that this is the source that she's ever been. Like her body is going through a transformation transformation but it's all worth it yeah absolutely do you have any more of the workout plans i don't those are the only two that i added in for today oh okay so then after buzz prediction and now your after buzz tv predictions predictions so um i got a couple um will i think that within the next two episodes the Egyptian, he, his identity is probably going to be revealed. It seems very enigmatic. Like, who is he? Did yeah, he, he's mysterious. Is he just this guy who got randomly dragged out of there? You know, obviously he's really strong. He got shot by three arrows, and he was able to cut off Lucius's head still. So there's something up with this guy. You know, maybe he's maybe he, he's someone really important, and we just don't know yet. So another uh, prediction he I have. He did take a look at it and keep on digging. Yeah, he did not stop. That's true. And Asher... Will he finally get his comeuppings? Will he be killed before the end of the season? And that was what I was going to say, too. I think I think he might be. I think so, too. I kind of foresee that with you just because he it, he's been around forever. I feel like he's going to be killed, though, by sepia Ooh. because now yeah. that she knows and, and this is how wicked Lucretia is. She's not going to do it herself, but what she's doing is plotting and planning in order to get sepia to do it. So by revealing to her the bracelet, sepia is going to want vengeance on Asher for having killed her brother and her brother and her lover. That's a good point. And so now she's going to take it out. So this is Lucretia's way of getting rid of Sepia because now she killed someone and getting rid of Asher and he's not going to be able to harm her anymore either. So you think that uh, that Sepia is going to want to kill Asher, obviously, and then she's probably going to want to kill Globber as well. So she's going to take out two guys. But how's she going to do? She's a little girl. Yeah, she's teeny. I don't think that she can. I don't know if she's going to be able to get Globber because I think we still need him. Yeah. I don't know. But I think that for sure she's going to go after Asher now that she knows that it was his hand. Although it was Glabber's word that he did it by. So I kind of see there being some some friction right there. Yeah, very true. Um, also, will uh, will Varinius come in? Is he going to come into play by the end of the season? I hope that we see him back. I think that uh, may- he might die, maybe. Maybe uh, maybe he's going to come in, try to save uh, Sepia from all this misfortune that's going on. Well, I see Lucretia trying yeah. to get Sepia on her side to get him back. So I yeah. can see him coming and trying to save the day and maybe getting with Sepia. I don't know. She's easy. So <laughs> That's right. Well, anyway... Uh, We'll see what happens next week. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, yes, joining us, guys. we love you, Spartacus fans, because you guys are huge Spartacus fans, just like we are. And thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. You can follow us on AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, or you can follow me, Spicy underscore Madi. Let us know what you thought about the show, and you can follow Sean at the Sean Overman That's as right. well. And he also has a blog. Yep, it's seanoverman.org. Very easy to remember. Check that out as well. And don't forget to rate us after the show. Let us know what you thought about the episode of Spartacus. In addition to any predictions that you have, we want to hear comments. It takes 15 seconds you. to rate and comment. <laughs> exactly. 15. Rate and Let comment us, us, Let us know. And we'll give you a shout out. If you ask for a shout out and you contact us, we will definitely give you a shout out uh, on the next the After Buzz uh, show. So make sure you do, guys. Thank you. Love we you. may not always say we may not always have shout outs for everybody. Let's just be real. <laughs> we might, we might. We'll try. We love our fans.
We try as much as we can. Yeah, we do. We do. We'll, we'll, we'll get to you guys. Just leave a comment. Let us know what you guys thought. Rate us. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later! And vote for Maria on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, Maria! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.